0: If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to StarGlow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite StarGlow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Kim. Today is Friday, August 30th, 2019, and we begin with what looks like a Labor Day landing for Hurricane Dorian. Forecasters now expect the storm to strengthen to a Category 4 with winds of 130 miles an hour by the time it barges ashore, likely along the east coast of Florida, late Sunday or early Monday morning. Right now, Dorian is out over the open ocean, where it will spend a few days absorbing the warm water, turning it into energy, and potentially into a much bigger system. But because it's still several days out, the range of possible landing locations on the U.S. mainland is just about anyone's guess. Although most meteorologists predict the storm will slam into Florida's central coast, they also say it could hit anywhere from the Florida Keys to southeast Georgia. NASA is taking no chances. It's closing its Cape Canaveral Visitor Center on both Sunday and Monday. And although the show must go on, it won't go on in Jacksonville. Florida State just moved its weekend college football game against Boise State, away from the East Coast, to Tallahassee. For the Southeast, this coming Monday will likely be a washout. For the rest of the country, though, it'll be a day to put the finishing touches on summer with barbecues and trips to the beach or pool. Labor Day is a national, federal holiday meant to celebrate the American worker, always falls on the first Monday of September, and means lots of moms and dads get a much-deserved day off. Labor Day weekend also kicks off the start of football season and is reportedly the third most popular for grilling, right behind the Fourth of July and Memorial Day. What's the last thing your mom or dad tells you to do before a long car ride? Most likely, it's to go to the bathroom. A New Hampshire mom said it to her kids so often, she decided to put it on her license plate, which in seven characters reads P before we go. For 15 years, her car sported the saying without issue. Then, last week, the state's Division of Motor Vehicles, the DMV, sent her a letter stating that P-before-we-go no longer flies with its rules regarding acceptable vanity plates. Wendy Auger went public with the spat, arguing that New Hampshire was trying to put the brakes on her creativity and, more importantly, on her freedom of speech. Governor Sununu took notice and apparently agreed. He personally called the DMV and got them to overturn their decision, which means Wendy can keep her plates along with that all-important road trip reminder. A third debate for Democratic presidential wannabes is just around the corner, but this time only half made the cut. The first two showdowns spanned two nights and included 20 candidates. This time, only 10 of the hopefuls met the minimum requirements for either poll support or number of individual donors to qualify for the stage. The lucky 10, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Julian Castro, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Andrew Yang. The debate will take place September 12th at Texas Southern University. Training to be a service dog is no joke. The pups are put through their paces for upwards of two years, learning to take commands and navigate zoos, subways, and crowded fairs to get used to the lights and sounds, rapid movements and crowds they might encounter with their handler. Still, no one really expected to see the trainees at the theater. A dozen future service dogs sat through a Canadian performance of Billy Elliot the Musical to make sure they could stay alert yet quiet the entire time like they would have to with a human. They did, although a few of the more curious pooches peeked their furry heads over the seat to see what was going on. The next batch of trainees will roll through the theater in October. And that's it for kid news this morning. Now, our kid news quiz. How strong is Hurricane Dorian expected to be when it makes landfall, perhaps in Florida, late Sunday or early Monday morning? A Category 4 storm with winds of 130 miles per hour. What holiday do we celebrate this weekend? Labor Day, which honors American workers and always falls on the first Monday of September. What did a controversial license plate in New Hampshire say? P before we go. And the governor just made sure the mom who coined it can keep it. How many Democratic candidates for president will be in the next debate? 10, down from 20 in the first two debates. In one for the road, no doubt it's going to be a tough weekend for folks in the southeast. But a longer weather view shows trouble ahead for the northeast. According to the Farmer's Almanac, the corridor running from Baltimore to Boston is in for another winter of colder-than-normal temperatures, with a lot of rain, snow, and sleet. And a full two-thirds of the country can expect another polar coaster of free-falling, frigid temperatures and gusty winds. The old Farmer's Almanac predictions are based on a top-secret formula from 1792 that takes into account sunspots, planetary positions, and tidal patterns. Is it accurate? The Almanac says yes, 80% of the time. Modern meteorologists beg to differ. They say no one can predict the weather more than 10 days ahead, and the odds of the Almanac being right this far in advance are zero. Before we go, we need to give a birthday shout-out to Tiffany from Canyon Country, California. She turns 10 tomorrow. Happy birthday, Tiffany, and thanks for listening, everybody. Like much of the country, we are taking the Labor Day holiday off. We hope you tune back in for more Kid News Tuesday morning.